0: Peep Game, you know what it is. It's your man SKYZOO Sky Zoo, live out the borough, all the way out in Japan, doing it the only way I know how with the Mega Late Show. Let's get into it, baby.
1: What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And
2: we are The Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show.
0: Skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, youngin' up in here. You know what I mean? We gotta get that demographic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here we go. Hey. Am I coming in right now? Do you guys think I should just come in right now? Yeah, 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 yes, yes. All right, um, peace. Welcome back to the Mega Late Show. Tokyo Hip Hop, Art and Culture. I am the host and producer, Mega. I should have an applause drop for myself. (laughs) Hey, Mega. Hey, (laughs) you know the vibes. Tokyo's number one hip hop, art and culture podcast. The longest running too. Check out that incredible guest list. We've had a lot of really dope people. We got a lot of really dope people on today. Uh, I want to make you guys aware of the episode that I recorded last week with our guy Jet Axel. We'll withhold his last name, but Jet Axel is a model, and he talks about uh, his modeling experiences here in Tokyo. Very dope. But he's also a Japanese music aficionado. Did I pronounce that right, Ramsey? Aficionado. Is that right, ladies? Sounds like it. Sounds all right. Mm. All right. I I always want to say aficionado, but but yeah, and he's got a new upcoming show on the Tokyo Music Channel called Tky03. It's going to be him and the lead singer from the Japanese band, uh, her name is Zuka and she's the lead singer of Wild Stomp and together they're going to be interviewing uh, Japanese artists and putting out these interviews uh, bilingually so there'll be English subtitles where they speak English uh, or when they speak Japanese, Japanese subtitles when they speak English and this is a really wonderful thing because it's going to provide English speakers and fans of that music especially these subgenres of Japanese music, um, the opportunity to kind of learn more about people that they like that they can't understand Cool. which fly. is dope for me because i don't understand shit sometimes mm-hmm. Join uh, the i don't speak that you know yeah you I, I know the vibes yeah i'm right there with you tahira yep. and, and yeah that's right that's our guest who we have on today i'm gonna I'm a wait a second i'm gonna introduce um first listen to these beats right that's him, Soul Dope 95. All the music on this podcast are brought to you by my guy, Soul Dope 95. Really dope, incredible beat maker and producer from the Inland Empire out in California. Do the knowledge. Check out the links that I provide and also check out the interview that I did the with episode, him weeks yep. ago. You know, you know the vibes. Tell them, Ramsey. Tell them yeah. all about it right now.
2: It was, it was fly. I heard about him when I came out here with uh, Miles J. And then a couple weeks later, boom you got the interview with him so yeah outstanding that's how we doing it
0: boom and 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 that and that voice that you're hearing right there is our guy ramses of the sugar shack we back supplying you all with all types of vibrant flavors of cotton candies yeah I mean 30 of them boom all infused tell me one of the the more elaborate wonderful flavors that you have concocted for the people so um
2: (laughs) so i do uh can i
0: just make up some some flavors sure I t- uh what what do we got Maya <laughs> the yeah you want to check him out for that natto wasabi no no so,
2: you have that
0: that's a joke natto absolutely
2: not I think it's no yeah. I do not however wasabi <laughs> is on the way but I do have mesquite barbecue mm. and I put it with uh brown sugar mm. and I do a sweet Thai chili which is chili uh chili pepper Cotton candy,
0: coconut, and pineapple do the mix. So it's mm. a sweet hot chili vibes. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, that. Get hungry. Right? I'm gonna tell you how to freak it right now. What you need to do is just put a whole piece of chicken in between that <laughs> cotton candy. <laughs> nah, but while you're playing, I, I took God. a pea, we did a bacon festival. I took a,
2: pea, a slab of bacon, put it on a skewer, and put chocolate around it, mm. and gave it.
0: Man, that sounds. But you that know, what? like something w- the nation of Islam would not appreciate.
2: <laughs> I won't be near the mask, um, however.
0: <laughs> uh, that's dope. I need to
2: come over to bean pie joints.
0: It's Yo, amazing. yeah, that, the Nation of Islam would love the beatbox. I, I, right? I, I, you know? I, I got
2: bow ties for days, so yeah, maybe
0: that's I should. <laughs> 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 I, I got, got clip-ons and I tie my own. bow ties for days. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> He's got flavors and bow ties. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you, Ramses. Thanks <laughs> you again for so coming through. It's a pleasure, man. Thank you. You heard him mention that the last episode he was on with our guy Miles J, the clothing designer of the Superiors, also mm-hmm. incredible artist with the Hilt. That's my that's my guy, the Young God. Uh, oh, check out also all that. Tokyo Fashion Week. You saw that. He was freaking it right. Man. He looked like a Zen Jimi Hendrix.
3: <laughs> MJ the Sensei. That's yeah, right. Yeah. All
0: of that. Yeah, that's our guy, man. Shout out to them. I'm hoping to see those brothers soon. Right. Um yeah, and also, man, one of, one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. I didn't oh. say you were one of my favorite people. You're one of my favorite people too. I appreciate I appreciate the warm fuzzy. Man, one of my favorite people, uh I just I just love her energy and my daughter loves her. I was oh. like, "Who's coming over today?" She's like, I was like, Maya's coming. She's like, Maya, Maya, Maya. Wow. I love Maya. <laughs> and, and I was like, yo, it's like you don't I'll never hear you talk about me like that. <laughs> daddy, daddy, yeah, daddy, You know, I, she never freaked it like that. But she but yeah, so man. Cute. She's here. She wanna see her later. She went to, to dance class. She's Aww. doing hip hop dance. Aww, uh, theatrics. Yeah. You know, my, my wife is a B girl, so okay. Oh, okay. It's, it's like she's you totally know what right. mean, indoctrinating her to the funk. Wow. But yeah. But uh, one of my favorite people, man, a lovely you, talented to my hatch. Thanks for res- having me again. A- always my pleasure. And the last time you were on was uh, with some of the other ladies of Japan for Black Lives, Naomi Kawahara and Ryoko. Ryoko. Ito, Hi. is that her yes. Nancy? You know what I mean? Awesome I, episode. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Good, you know episode I mean? episode Good episode. That was really so nice. yeah, yeah. Thank you. But um, before we introduce the star of the show today and our, mm-hmm. our special guest, <laughs> I wanted to congratulate you on the uh, on the anniversary of the release of your first project, mm-hmm. which Thank recently you. just turned eleven. Yes.
3: Yes. Congratulations. Eleven years ago, Tell I was trying to do like a big, you know, ten year shindig thing last year, but the, I was in the middle of pr- preparing my uh, wedding. So right, right. that Priorities. was around the same time. Yeah. Priorities. So, so now it's kind of weird to be like 11th year anniversary show. You what know? you should
0: do is just so you should just uh, I missed scrub the timing. But just start counting days and be like, yo, my baby turned 12,000 <laughs> days old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, do that.
3: What mm. show? Oh, no, it was my first album. Oh, so like I debuted 11 years
2: ago. Was but it in the States
0: or wow. here? Here. Oh uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. My she she basically Nihonjin too, just rocking out here for, for per- sure. perpetuity. Because you know, actually I met Maya at the
2: uh Eric Roberson show at the Kawasaki Symphony Hall a <gasps> while back. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's when I first met you. Oh my and gosh. And you said you were out you were you were in I think you had just come back? Maybe. From LA or something? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was okay. I got you. Forth. I was like, oh, look at little Jada Pinkett. That's all right. Ah, <laughs> she had the, the short. Yeah, short yeah, yeah the, hair. Yeah, the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I
0: met her, she had the short dude. Too. I was like, yeah, she's a little intense. I don't know. Yeah. A little <laughs> intense?
3: I know. I had like a, it, no. my dad calls it like a punker rock phase, but that was no, not No, you it, were focused
0: but. that day. You were moving. <laughs> so I was like, yep. And there she goes. <laughs> uh, the first I saw you, no, go ahead. I was gonna say the first time I saw her, she was moving too. It was a uh, Devin Morrison's going away party. Oh, and that's yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. I met you and Buddha. Okay. And both of y'all was walking around and giving dabs to people. Back when you could give dabs to people sure. uh. pre corona, but they had the flyers for the upcoming beat the best battle. And I was like, these okay. people are pretty decent yeah. people. I will communicate with them again in the future. now Aww. Devin, yeah,
2: Devin's doing the thing. Then I saw you again, uh, I think Keys was leaving. Mm. And we were at some little bar. A little hip-hop spot near Nakagami. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like, hey, that, that's, that's Jada. That's Jada? That's her again. <laughs> it's a little intense one. <laughs> <laughs> then Joe's like, man, Rob, what up? Listen, this is my... I was like, ah, oh, no, this is my... Oh, man, that's amazing. Mm, so, man, I'm yeah, yeah.
3: always rushing. That's
2: not good. <laughs> I just called no, her. <laughs> She's just about, she about it. She's
0: about, it. about, about, about it. it. She is, though. But yeah uh, man I'm so happy to have my two guest hosts today this is a powerful uh, tribunal of interviewers here uh, and, yes, and we've got a you know we've got a really special guest all of our guests are special but you know I want to just make sure that you guys know that today's guest is super special she's a new homie and I didn't ask her too many questions about herself because I kind of wanted it to unfold on the podcast and now I've heard a lot of things um, about you. I've never really listened to your music, so we're going to share some of that later on a podcast and also talk about art and authenticity and K-pop and things. But this time around, let's get to know you. Can you introduce yourself to us and let us know what it is that you do? And if if I point at the microphone like this, that means just get up on the mic. Okay. Boom. boom. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: (laughs) Or let me go like this.
0: Yeah, yeah, there we go. (laughs) This applause drop is for you. Let's turn it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Hold it down, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, my name is Tahira Walker, and I am a singer-songwriter, show producer, um, coordinator, hooking hookin mm. up or <laughs> hooking folks up. Hooking up Yeah, let me be more specific. <laughs> hooking uh. folks up, you know, just you know, I'm just here doing my thing, and um, I'm in Japan to work.
0: Pet. yeah. Can I get something out the way real quick? Sure. I was told that your sister is April Walker. That's the, true. The founder of Walkerware, the the legendary, uh, like historic, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, and and reemerged recently. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, clothing company Walkerware.
1: That's true yes and actually you're you reminding me that i have a new platform called brooklyn girl presents mm. and it's an e-commerce site and it developed out of the pandemic because i couldn't perform mm. so i needed a way to have income so i started selling my sister's clothing line walker well uh. through brooklyn girl presents and a couple of other hand-picked products so uh, yeah dope so uh, it I is available here in japan now
0: you know, the, the way that I found out about that is that uh, Ramsey's came through with Miles J, who was into fashion as well. He's got his emerging fashion line out here um, and back in Baltimore. And in my show notes, I was like, man, I kind of want to talk about like our favorite clothing brands when we were younger. And in my notes, I was like, man, like I remember Walker wear. And on the West Coast, it, I just never was able to find it. Mm-hmm. And when Ramses came in here, he brought me the bucket hat and then the bandana, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> I was gonna talk about how mm-hmm. these are the these the bandana and this bucket hat are my two first pieces wow. of Walker wear that I've ever owned." But wow. back That's in crazy. the back in the day, yeah. used to see like it was a weird clothing brand for us because i just never really saw it get the same type of publicity Mm -hmm. that i saw like you know carl kanai and all these Mm -hmm. things but you would look and you'd see like oh there's a picture of tupac Mm -hmm. walker wear uh you know Mm. hoodie on there's biggie walker wear shirt and i was like what is that who is that
1: and she started before a lot of those brands right and kind of helped them get on actually
0: it's a very interesting thing and and i don't want to you know spend this whole time to focus on you know the things that your sister did but i'm just a little curious about you during that time (laughs) and like is she your older sister or younger sister older sister four years older okay so you kind of were seeing this emerge then
1: yeah i used to help out in her um, custom clothing shop in brooklyn in our neighborhood in fort green it was called fashion and effect and basically she just had a sketch pad like this and asked people what they wanted what was their image of their the piece of clothing that they wanted to create and she would sketch it and she would have her seamstresses like have a small consultation and she was doing a lot of things like when um, Dapper Dan was out. So right. she was doing a lot of the Gucci suits and the MCM.
0: Real customized yeah, fashion. Yeah, with
1: creating her own um, right. silk screen um, frames. And just starting from scratch, she would go to the city, buy the fabric, we'd go together. I'd just be hanging out in the shop. And I got to meet a lot of hip-hop artists that in- asked me to sing on their songs. Wow. So that's kind of really how I got started in recording in hip-hop.
0: That is just so yeah. interesting how, to me. Once you start
2: singing, like how did they know to ask you um, to sing?
1: Because she would always be like my sister's a singer, you know.
2: <laughs> Another putter on yeah, her. Yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. like New York <laughs> is naturally. so small, you know. It's yeah. even smaller than Tokyo. So everybody knows each other, and like mm. a lot of famous people are not famous mm. <laughs> to other New Yorkers. You know, mm-hmm. they're just our neighbors. We're neighbors, mm-hmm. and um, we are. From the same neighborhood as um, everybody. I mean, mm. Brooklyn has everybody. Jay right. Z, uh, Big Daddy Kane is from my neighborhood. Um, Biggie Smalls, right? Um, everybody. So we all know each other. So everybody knew that I sang anyway. And my father used to manage jazz musicians and rap artists too. So okay, so
0: where you come from yeah. Mm. Man, I think uh, maybe later uh, on the second w- second part of the podcast we can talk about some of the. Um, some of the artists that that you you know sang on the tracks or did things with, but um, before that, can you give us like a little taste? Like what? Who have you who have you rocked with? Uh, would it be anybody that we're familiar with? And and, and sorry, Ramses, would you mind pushing that close? I got the I got the window open, so people can not 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 it the curtain, good. but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it feels good. Are are you guys? I, I didn't. I, you know, if if the window's open, we're going to have oh, noise you, Batman, from you okay. know like. The crows. But cool. it, it doesn't bother me, but. But you know, like I don't know, maybe I'm she's in the back. It's like this motherfucker is so unprofessional. I can hear no, crows in the in the background <laughs> and shit. You know, no, that's you guys a are nice cool with the crows. Yeah. Okay, well then open that back I'll up. Let's go. get this. Okay. this sound. My bad. I'm, I'm part Navajo. Hey, I'm rocking with you. <laughs> she's man. like, yo, that's my cousin. It, it was
3: <laughs> reminded me of Brooklyn. I
0: okay, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Oh, this is, the these are the type of it. vibes I like in here. Yeah, for sure. You know, well, well, I'm I'm sitting here listening to you know the crows outside and the in the cars and wind going through trees and I'm like damn like she's rocking with all these famous people on here, <laughs> what if what if April Walker <laughs> listened to this shit she's like ah i can't believe these megalades show them will up be. Yeah? when she
1: comes we'll have to bring she
0: her is you know, yo yo um will. shout out to your sister real you hey, know April. One, of, one of the 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 more important women uh in hip hop culture i would probably say right yeah. i right up there with and Just even the uh, uh, the doc the, the short docu series I
2: guess they have out on YouTube. Uh, what, what was the um, the show that they did? where they're talking about hip hop clothing and the history of it. And she has a whole segment like ah. an episode.
0: Uh, the remix I think is called something like the, that on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. The remix. Ah,
2: okay, okay. A documentary. Well, I saw it on YouTube. So my oh, bad. okay. I'll mm-hmm. Make sure I. Have. I saw that. <laughs> I
0: actually saw that the day after you came through and told me that she was here Say and where. I felt like there was like this confluence of events mm. that was trying to like make me aware of this Absolutely. you know because what a coincidence yeah, yeah. like yeah. you know the clothing thing came up and then you were here and then the document I wasn't yeah. looking for it I was like oh what is this hip-hop thing and I just clicked on it and then you know yeah. 20 minutes in I was like oh my god
3: that's
0: <laughs> 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 yeah that's crazy amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was yeah. you know just kind of fell together. We're perfectly. all connected. Mm-hmm. I believe in that. For sure. Sincerely. For mm. sure. So, man, that's um, before I started talking about communicating with crows and our cousins being crows, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I was going to ask, like, what um, are, what type of artists, have, or what type of artists, like, who have you, who have you worked with in the past?
3: Mm,
1: well, I would say the first big artist I ever recorded with was D-Train, um, an R&B group that my father used to manage, so Hubert Eves, the producer of D-Train, was is my godfather and he has a studio in his house so I spent every weekend at his house mm. in bed on Jefferson Avenue and um, we used to record like little backgrounds for the albums and that's how I mm. got addicted to being in the studio. I have a really great relationship with headphones mm. and microphone. I feel like I'm mm. definitely a different singer in the studio mm. and um so i just fell in love with recording and i used to write songs with my father and he would have me demo a lot of stuff for him so then um he was managing this rap group called high potence Mm. and they were from marcy projects and um jazzo jay-z and there were these two brothers earl and come to me in a minute but high potence i did Mm. backgrounds for them Mm. and then you know jazz and jay-z and just um a lot of people used to hang out at our house Mm. on clinton avenue and then you know people would just invite me to the studio to sing on their rap songs um run dmc um jay-z
0: so this sounds like uh what like late 80s
1: Yep, late early 80s. 90s? Yeah, late. Th- that was late is that 80s. is
0: that when your sister's clothing br- uh, brand first started to emerge as well?
1: No, okay, late 80s, early 90s. Okay, yeah, late 80s, mm-hmm. early sure. 90s. And um, her clothing brand came out, I would say, early 90s. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
0: So. I- I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing that a lot of your uh, love and passion for music had a, had something to do with you know your family life. Your dad. Ja- your dad is managing. Mm-hmm jazz musician mm-hmm. so you must have been subjected to a lot of jazz music growing up or yeah we had how, what was the music like in that in your household
1: mm-hmm. pretty intense you know from early childhood so i mean i had like upright b- bass players in the in the living room mm-hmm. and people playing our piano all the time my dad managed mccoy tyner who was a wow. jazz giant mm-hmm. and um i remember just being like four years old five years old peeking in the room my dad would have meetings and just being overwhelmed by what I was witnessing, and just you know moved, and with emotion that I didn't understand at the time, and just being in awe, and just knowing that I would forever be connected to the, all that, and I didn't know quite how, but you know it all unfolded. I had um, a classical pianist that lived on the fifth floor, Jim Fletcher, and he was my piano teacher when I was twelve for two years. And my father really pushed me to pursue music and then um you know i grew through my father and through my sister oh wow and through the relationships wow. we had with the community
0: okay
2: i'm now with your recording sessions <laughs> that you did did anything come out that your voice made it to
1: yeah absolutely um on d train's album uh, let's see now I didn't I didn't write that down, but <laughs> yeah, I'm on one of D Train's albums. Gotcha. And um I think I'm on the the Choo Choo crew. Yeah, I'm part of the Choo Choo <laughs> crew. And was, yeah, I'm part I'm of the with, Crew. I'm not familiar with
2: like like the Wailers. Kind of Yeah, the uh, uh, wow, yeah we hilarious. did a lot
1: of choo choo, choo choo on the so, album. Like, so <laughs> So what's
2: like their one of their like premiere, like their well known songs?
1: Um, one of D Train's biggest hits is um, I stand up on a cloud and shout out loud, What? you're, you're the one for me. <makes> do 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 what? Yeah, yeah. <antenna> yeah, Okay, 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 okay. So I'm um, on one of their albums. Okay. And then um, as far as rap music goes, um, yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Hey. Yeah, that's my Godfather, and
0: oh wow, yeah, he is too fly. Did your sister make this? <laughs> like, or uh, like green leather suit? <laughs> that shit is crazy. No, like, no. Before, that, that but that's him and Fr- Frederica. That was his okay. girlfriend.
1: Yep. That's family right there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so... Can I see that? Uh, I just got a message from D in my messenger.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, okay. D definitely had the funk at this time. This uh, is he's fire still amazing.
1: Yeah? He's, he's amazing. He does a lot of big jingles, like... um. Like Burger King and all kinds of you know major products. He's still creating. Him and my dad still work together. Oh
2: nice. Yeah. Now what about uh, the hip hop? I guess that you made it to the songs that we may know. Um. Or albums we know.
1: Jay Z in my lifetime. How
0: about it? Yeah. Say what? Yeah. Wow. And what else? You know, Jay Z is pretty popular now. I know. Well, I, yeah, heard, I, mean, just a, I heard just about a smidge. That. Just, You just kind of know him from just like <laughs> you know, hanging just out. Just from growing up, honestly. Just from up. Some of our listeners, you might know this guy. I think he's married to like a uh, Beyonce uh, or some shit like that. I I um I think he's the goat. To be honest with you, I think he's the greatest of all time. But that is just so you're just kicking it with Jay Z. Yeah. Oh, go go ahead. Yeah. Tell us more. On the way up
1: movies together hang out you know just i know him i know his family he knows my whole family we have mutual friends Mm. you know my sister still works with um his family and yeah so So she's
2: still getting the royalty
1: checks you know that's another (laughs) show that is another show (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, it
0: sounds like you had like a really interesting childhood, and, and yeah. you know, especially um, you know, not just not just your 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 sister and all the success that she had with Walkerware, but also your dad working probably with a variety of, you know, famous jazz musicians and accomplished musicians, the music kind of just seeped into you. Mm -hmm. When when did you start Mm -hmm. thinking that you wanted to make a career out of singing or take it seriously to enough to to record and were you, did you have an intention or did you just kind of fall into it?
1: Well, I battled with wanting to be um, in music administration or be an artist. I was really afraid mm. to be an artist and I was shying away from my creative side. I didn't mm. uh, introduce myself to it fully when I was young. So, and then seeing my dad manage artists, I was like, do I wanna do that? Or do I really wanna go for singing? But I knew I would have to develop myself a lot more in order to do that. And so I just I just recorded naturally through my lifestyle. You know, I did stuff with Run DMC, Um, a lot of artists on Def Jam, the Afros, BWP, because my sister was styling videos Mm. for these artists and Mm. I used to be her assistant on the, on the videos. Mm -hmm. So I got a lot of work through that. So that really pushed me and gave me confidence and the support that I got from already artists that were already successful and then kind of reinforced my talent, you know, Mm. and they kind of encouraged me. So then I was like, I'm going to do this, you know? Mm. But I'm gonna be the singing record record executive. You Mm. know, that's how I saw myself. Mm. And then I went to um, when I turned 18, I went to Howard University and I um, pursued music administration. And I went to Howard for two years, dropped out, came back to New York, and then pursued singing professionally. Mm. Mm. Started was that the same
2: time when uh when Puffy was at Howard?
1: Yep. We were freshmen together. Same wow. Well. His girlfriend used to live in my
2: building. Did y'all know each other before y'all came to Howard?
1: Yeah. Like when he was
2: dancing, I guess?
1: Yeah, I did. Yep. Oh. I knew him. Uh, well, my best friends used to go to music and art, and he went to music and art. Tough. And, like, I didn't know him, like, hey, papi. Yeah. But we'd yeah. be at the same parties and stuff like Cause that. Because he
0: was throwing the parties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was walking through like I feel. I bet. That must uh, be. in New York. Surreal yeah. to kind of see be. that, you know, like. Like to grow. Well, I, I don't know if it's it surreal didn't or not. It seem like it at the for, time. For, for me, it looking didn't. in, it would feel surreal. But mm. but for you, you just like, oh, that's fucking puffy. Look exactly. At him, you know. I remember <laughs> when he Sean. spilled a drink on the ground last <laughs> right. week? Exactly. What a clown! <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Like so you see, anything. right? Yeah, you.
0: I mean, like we. A lot of times, people look at these artists and they they have this idealized version of them. They forget that they you know piss and shit like the rest of us. Right. But you yeah. you know you know Jay Z for chewing with his mouth open or something. You know that's 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 weird. Tupac was a
1: Family, friend, and yeah. you know, I remember being. This is a funny memory, from what you're speaking about. Um, I remember being. I think at the Hip Hop Awards, and um, Tupac just walked up to I think Q-Tip and just plowed him right on stage. Wow. And I remember like, being tackled like, him. Mic drop. You know, yeah. like it, it, they sh- shut it down right after that. And I was just like, you know, he was already a friend of ours, but it was like, wow why did you just do that? You know, but that's how much, you know, the culture was so different back then, mm-hmm. you know, it was fresh right. and it was real and people were battling out okay. there, you know, I mm-hmm.
0: just saw, you know, we were talking about the Busta Rhymes album. That He's been awesome doing we'll the say. press tour yep. recently and he was just talking to, I think, Fat Joe yeah, about about Tupac and Q-Tips beef. Yep. It's one of those things that's kind of understated because Tupac is such a controversial figure. He has sure. so much beef with people, but they focus on a biggie thing more than anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean he had beef with De La soul. He yeah. had beef he, with He Q-tip, spoke his feelings. Yeah. He yeah. Was you know, very whatever passionate. he was
1: feeling, he just let you know.
0: Passionate and, mm-hmm. and you know, troubled that's and exactly. brilliant mind. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it seems oh, like a lot of
2: those beefs were just a lot of miscommunication. Mm-hmm. You know what, what I mean, I mean, Cause, w- cause from what the from what I remember from the bus interview he was saying, um, I guess on the hip hop awards, I think De La or Trial was on stage and they gave Tupac his cue too early. And he didn't know that they were on. He just came out plowing, doing the thing on stage, mm-hmm. and he they just interrupt. He interrupted like their whole set. So I think mm-hmm. that's what it stemmed Ooh. from, maybe. Okay.
0: So you saying that, that's right. tough. Well, when we had when we had a, our first interview that we ever did this podcast with was with Maceo, of De La mm-hmm. Soul, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how like Tupac had beef with them because of the um, what video was it, man? Um, it's where they're they're making fun of all the uh the rappers in the mansions and they you know they're making fun of uh ll cool j and this kind of the the kind of changing of the guard like this transition from the 96 telecommunicate like that era where was Chibu's that a new mind state yeah know? it was um Maybe. break a or i forget but but yeah. anyways like tupac took offense because his his video i get around looked just like that yeah. it was basically like shot for <laughs> shot so yeah, I mean, he had reasons, but you a know, a
1: lot of it is just admiring each other and not knowing how to express it. You know,
0: see, uh, I think it, I think that's mm-hmm. one of those things that like women tend to notice before <laughs> the dudes do. I, you know, it, yeah. it, it is that's a that's an insight that that is uh, more valuable than ours. Man. Oh, yeah, no. just, you know, that's
1: just with age and wisdom.
0: Mm. Boom. <laughs> We gonna get there, Ramsy. Just give it a couple of years, Doc. We oh, can start no, like, counting days since took, our, our yeah, first baby me album. Time. You yeah. know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, we'll get there. The Twelve
2: thousand hours. You know, man. Yeah. Take some time. No, 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 oh, man, that's really uh,
0: that's that's wonderful. Um, but I, I don't know if you have any more questions, kind of about her coming into music. But I'm curious, how did you get to Japan, and what was the mm. impetus? Like, why? You said you've been here for 20, 22, 22 years.
1: Years, yeah. <sighs> I came here in 96 for a singing job to sing in a club. It was supposed to be for three months, but I fell in in love with Tokyo. As soon as I got here, I was like, I want to stay here. You mean I can get paid for singing Mm. all Mm. the time? You know, how
2: did you get the gig
1: Uh, through a good friend of mine? Her name is Kim Davis. She's the lead singer for Chic right now. And she's been with them for years. <laughs>
2: just light, yeah, light she knows. You know. Yeah. Slight, slight work. She's from St. James and right. right.
1: Lafayette. And we used to sing together. And um, she would be like, I'm going to hook you up with a gig in Japan. I go there for like three months at a time. You just sing six nights a week. You don't get to spend the money. You just put that money in your pocket and you come home, you know. Mm. And there's a lot of little side gigs. And the Japanese audience is really kind. It's a great place to... You know, develop yourself and Mm. blah, 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 blah. It's just cover songs, top 40 stuff, the Japanese love. And so finally she reneged on a contract like at the last minute. And she was like, T, can you go and pack my bags? And I was here, yeah. And I wound up staying. Mm.
0: What was it about Japan that spoke to you and and really made you fall in love with it?
1: I would say the trains, (laughs) the subways and the Mm -hmm. trains made me like, okay, I feel... Comfortable getting around. Yeah, it. New York is the same. The same. It's almost system. the exact same, mm. except mm. it's even run better, cleaner. Mm. Yeah, cleaner. on much time. Cleaner. Exactly. <laughs> that on time thing had me though, mm. cause I was always late.
2: <laughs> Japan will help you with yeah. your punctuality. That's yeah. for sure.
1: And then seeing everybody walking around in their hip hop gear, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Like I probably can find some friends here. Mm. You know. And just, you know, I felt comfortable about the possibilities and exploring in a new world and just, you know, a time to develop myself away from everything that I have been so impressioned by, you know. Mm. So I was really open and I wanted to make it work. And there were a lot of um, things I had to learn and didn't understand. And it was hard, but it's the best thing I've ever done.
0: Mm. No intentions of leaving. You're going to just stay here?
1: Oh, no, I never said that. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. I mean, 22 years
0: is a long time yeah. just kicking it. You know,
1: yeah. I'm able to work here, and, I, and I'm and i happy with the things that I do here, you know? And it's kind of scary to just walk away from it all, so that's mm. why I'm mm. still here, and I would love to create a situation where I have a bridge to come back and forth, but mm. um, that's what I'm working on right now.
3: Mm. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. So...
1: What's the bridge? The bridge is... (laughs) What's the bridge? (laughs) The bridge (laughs) is the Brooklyn Bridge. The Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bridge. (laughs) You know, no, just being able to um, produce shows both in Japan and in New York is the way I see it. And um, being able to be an ambassador for the products that I'm selling here and in the States. And I'm also interested in doing some type of uh, arts mentorship between mm. the US and Japan. Mm. And I'm um, just kind of molding those. So
2: how are you in concepts. the communities, the artistic communities here and there? Are you in are you in them do you know of clearly you know people but how are you moving ar- around inside of both of those?
1: Well, I have a lot of friends and um, you know, work relationships here that are from the U.S. and from New York, and we have a lot of mutual friends. And then there are a lot of successful performers and musicians that I work with when they come over here to Japan. And um, so I have a lot of relationships, and we've often spoke about these ideas that I have. And I have a lot of family support. My dad's still in music, D-Train, you know, a lot of, you know, I just, I have a huge support system.
0: Do you have family out here? Have you you know um, started a family out here Pro-created. Are, you, yeah. are you married <laughs> you have children like a, is um, it, are you running solo I'm just
1: I'm divorced I've been divorced I was married for almost 20 years actually and I have two children and they're all still here but my you know immediate family like my sister my father everybody's in the states okay so just my ex and my one daughter is here and my older daughter she moved to new york last september so okay yeah
0: hey that's what's up like uh, i know um gosh i feel like i have so many questions about like the art aspect of what you're doing and things but maybe we can kind of focus on you know the music and things a little bit more and and your experiences performing out here uh, a little bit more on the other part but I'm, i'm curious you know like um your 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 sister's clothing brand is very much uh especially more recently it's uh, I hate to say the word woke, but it, it, it is uh, very vocal and aware about some of the things that are happening. Um, well, the ongoing things that have been occurring in the United States. Your shirt now has victims of police violence on it. And and uh, same. Both of you are wearing walkerwear shirts and both of them are 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 very represent. Yeah, my. You know, I love this you know? one. Thank you. The yeah. future
3: bin female. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I got uh, this
0: at I'm her event. Uh, I'm curious what your um, what your thoughts are on on kind of these like what's been happening in the United States because you you come from, you know, uh, you know, uh, neighborhoods of people of color, diverse neighborhoods where police violence was a crime. And back in your youth, you know, um, you know, you probably grew up around Ed Koch and then Giuliani with the stop and frisk. So you're yep. s- you, you've been very much a, like at epic at the epicenter of where a lot of these issues were affecting um, poor black and brown kids growing up black and brown you see these things here you have a family here what are your kind of thoughts on what's happening now like living in japan Mm. is that is that something that you're trying to impart to your children because they don't experience in the same way out here i'm just i I, I guess i'm rambling now but i kind of just want your general thoughts on you know how you feel living out here feel do you feel safe do you feel like it's different like all of these things. I do.
1: I feel safe here. You know, I I go home almost every year for about a month, and I remember the last few years that I've been at home in New York, I just, it doesn't feel like home anymore. Um, the gentrification and um, hearing languages, you know, not patois, you know, hearing languages that I don't even recognize, and um, a lot of... Um, just it doesn't feel like home it doesn't feel like new york anymore and times have changed since i've been here the world has changed in 22 years so
2: are there any pockets like we were talking about earlier before we started recording how japan still has like little pockets or areas that has still has like culture in it. yeah you know what i mean so so even when you go home are there are like the corner stills or like like old Mister and Missus and just the Mama Pops that you knew from way back when, yeah. are some of those still there? No.
0: All the bodegas have turned some real weird. Yeah, the shit. bodegas
1: are like. Um,
2: so other than tanning the people,
1: salons or you got, you know, like pokey shops, shops and sh- yoga yeah. places. Yeah. Or yeah. Or
2: so other than like the people that you remember, there's nothing. Um, oh, no Port
1: Park is still there. You gotcha. know, that's beautiful, and mm-hmm. my people are still there. Right, you know. Right, but like Times Square is not Times Square anymore. Um, Brooklyn is not Brooklyn anymore. But um, so, you know, the world has changed. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that
0: yeah. I, I feel like that's a universal thought from people that grew up in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like uh, so many MCs have spoken about it. Sky Zoo, when we had him on the podcast, he's like, yo, Brooklyn is. Like, I seen just a dude like, you know, that, that wouldn't never, ever be at Marcy Projects roll up and buy a bag of weed and just yeah. walk away. It's like it, it, it's so different now. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit strange. Yeah, It
1: is. It is. So, I mean, when I go home, I love that all my people are still there. But definitely, you know, it makes it questionable. Can I would I return home? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think so.
0: I, 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 share, I share the same sentiment, you know, like when when i think about returning home i'm thinking about a place that happened 15 years ago mm-hmm. a, in a home that's 15 years you know it's 15 sure. years in the past and everything that i know about you know uh, san jose california oakland and in the bay it's like it's so different now that it doesn't feel like home anymore but mm-hmm. I, you know the Japan love is, is still home. there but yeah, you know
1: yeah. just how how you see yourself fitting into the scheme of things and your dreams how would you make your dreams work in that mm-hmm. you know
0: what what about your experiences in Japan? Like, have those changed much since from the time that you got here to the the type of experiences you're having now in terms of your relationships with the you know the local people?
1: Absolutely. You know, I I was doing a lot of jobs for hire. Like, I was hired as a vocalist or hired as a writer. But now I'm doing a lot more creating and making things happen that I see in my mind's eye, and I'm able to do those things I think because of Growing over these 22 years and becoming a professional and um, just studying how things are done and, um, you know, being hired on large events and just studying the way the logistics Mm -hmm. are handled. And I do have a bit of a background working in product development for Atlantic Records when I went back to the States in 2000. So I learned a lot about um, marketing. Products, marketing, artists—you know, putting promotional projects together, and um, just how to carry yourself, you know, as a professional. So,
0: do you do you notice like uh, discrimination out here because you don't look Japanese?
1: Um, yes and no, but I've learned to use that to my advantage. You know, I just pay attention to the pockets. You know, and
0: um, you know it's it's kind of a mixed bag because sometimes you'll, you'll talk to a person that's been out here working for a long time and one of the main things that they focus on is all the kind of barriers of entry that they have to go through and the adversity that they have faced to get to the point where they're at but on the flip side of the coin there's other people who kind of float turbulently but gently and just are like yo this is the this is how it works out yeah. here I made it you know I'd, uh, the people that I've been rocking with are generally good people and Things are fine. Is that more in line with your experience out here? Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Don't focus on, you know, doors shutting or somebody saying no. You know, just listen Mm -hmm. and see your way around it. You know, if you if you know, you can book the venue and hire the talent and put the show together. Then it's gonna Mm -hmm. happen. And I've learned, I've gotten so much positive feedback, and I've fulfilled a lot of voids through the things that I've done, so.
0: Tight. Is that kind of your experience, too, uh, Maya? You kind of just fucking kick it and be tight? Just <laughs> and be around. Do it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Shows. As,
3: uh, wait, what's the question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like your, your general experience performing out here, is it usually just cool because you're you're also not Japanese mm. uh, or you you don't Hustle, look Japanese yeah. right mm. like I mean a lot of people probably say yeah maybe Hafu or something like that but mm-hmm. yeah I, I'm just kind of curious about the uh, I want to get into some of the experiences that both of you have with uh, you know performing it's a so. yes yeah
3: yeah yeah I mean <laughs> I think it's it's making those Same. connections you know I mean that's when I c- when I first moved here uh, 10 years ago I didn't really know that many people, but just going to jam sessions, just meeting people, making those real connections is like how I got a lot of work.
0: But When did I y'all, yeah, how do you two know yeah. each other?
3: Where? When was the very first know. time? I was trying to remember this yesterday. I was like, wait. I don't
1: remember the very first was time. Was it
3: Philip Wu? I don't think so. I think we had already worked with was it through Captain? Yeah, I think so. Was it Atsushi? Yeah, I think it was Atsushi. Okay, maybe. So we performed with Atsushi, Exile Atsushi um, when he did his Hawaii um, tour. Oh, okay. oh, right. Was that was, the was that the first time? No, I think we did. Didn't we do something something before, before that? First? Was Saitama, Super. Saitama and we? David. Was that the first one? Yeah, I think so. no, no. no I think the Hawaii one was the first time. And then that the music one right. came after that. Okay. I, don't I know. believe you. It's all a blur now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was my first time working with Atsushi was the Hawaii gig. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we what when was we this? did backgrounds together.
0: Uh, like what what year approximately was this?
3: Like yeah, 7 years ago. Okay. Something like <laughs> that. What is that
0: yeah. days?
1: No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe right, seven,
3: yeah. eight okay.
2: years. Oh, so yeah. you guys
0: have been rocking in friends for quite a long time. Yeah, and, you know, that's really like cool. how many
2: people were in the audience? Like you said, this, this Saitama Exile. Super something. So I super saw Super Arena, like so yeah. twenty
3: thousand, thirty thousand. Yeah,
2: that is a huge venue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I saw Exile for the first time when I moved here. I went. I didn't. They have the MTV Awards here, which is crazy. So we went mm-hmm. to the the uh, Tokyo Dome and i saw exile i just saw how the people just reacted to whatever this j-pop music is or was i was it was crazy from teenagers to old women mm-hmm. were rocking so when i heard Exile, i was okay that's a big deal mm-hmm. so for y'all to even get that call to go move with like a big production mm-hmm. like that Y'all were just in the right place at the right time. People knew about we're you. They wanted to call y'all. They are probably me, just super dope, right? you are just so just dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> Did <laughs> you get invited to do it with Exile? I'll Obviously, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. do you yeah. know who we are? No. Right. Uh, <laughs> I know y'all dope, man.
3: <laughs> no, but the we we I didn't know y'all was rocking with all. Exile
0: though. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. No. Well, right. not right. Exile, but
3: the lead singer of Exile, Atsushi. Oh so Atsushi really loves R and B, and his. Uh, the musical director, Kenji Sano, his, his name is, um, he's also known as Captain. Um, Captain would try to introduce Atsushi to, like, you know, really, really dope R&B music. And um, and so Captain knew a bunch of uh, really great singers like Keith, mm-hmm. Tahira. Um, and so that's how we,
0: right? Was, was Ty part hand? of
3: that crew?
2: Ty?
1: Ty yes. yes, 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 yes. Definitely. Ty,
0: mm-hmm. or yep. Crane, who? Which Ty? Uh, Ty Gardner. Ty Gardner, okay. Yeah.
2: But before Garner, she was Ty's. Brooks? Ty, Ty Brooks. That's yeah. me. That's yeah. me. Ty, Ty, yeah, yeah. Chinese, right?
3: Mm-hmm, yeah, and mm-hmm.
2: that's how we got connected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Through Ty, thousands mm-hmm. of the vocalists moving in the same circles, mm. just like okay. them doing but Japanese yeah. TV commercials and everything. Yeah, we've Jingles. done,
3: I've done backgrounds with Ty and Francis, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: too.
3: Wow. But me and Maya,
1: we, I think we, just know, we work with a lot of mutual amazing musicians. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember admiring your work from afar, Aww, you know, through social you. media. Aww. And um, yeah, I definitely I think Captain called him and was like, hey, I want you to sing with Maya Hatch and Claudia mm-hmm. Vasquez. And I was like, What? Okay. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So, yeah, that was the first time.
3: Yeah, okay. and I, d- I just loved working with Tahira because you were just like wanting to get everything right and like I loved your your work ethic. Oh and well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. it was. You too, you
0: too. How's uh, performing been and navigating uh, this corona situation? I know that you mentioned that you started the, what is it called? Brooklyn Girl... Presents. Brooklyn Girl Presents. So that's another, uh, you know, an avenue for you to kind of make money. But Mm -hmm. how's how's performances been? Are, Are you starting to... Book more shows. Or are they starting to come back and emerge? Or why am I saying emerge so much? <laughs> are they starting to come back? Or or is it still kind of new things are happening? Yeah.
1: You know, everything's different now. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so. I feel like mm-hmm. you know. Well, who knows where where things are going to what things are going to look like when the dust settles I but know. but I'm, I'm curious like um do you have any upcoming performances have have you performed since
1: yeah like i think i just i was keeping it you know just trying to pay attention to what was going on with the pandemic and just doing my scales at home every day just mm-hmm. ready for when outside opens back up you mm-hmm. know and then eventually i just was like oh do a show. So I created a show at mm. my friend's live bar, you know, in Fusa around mm. Yokota Air Base. Mm. And um it's a part of a series that I've been doing for a few years now. It's called Ladies of Rhythm and Blues. And I've been doing that show all over Tokyo, like Yokohama, Central Tokyo, Fusa. And um the concept is to teach people about old school R&B divas you know the legends that have created this you know all the records we hear sampled on rap or Mm. you know just amazing music like Minnie ripperton like phyllis hyman like um Mm. brenda russell stuff like that and i pick singers that lend well to my tone Mm. so that i can portray relay and teach through my my way you know Mm. so that is going to happen um I'm going to do another Ladies of Rhythm and Blues show in December. And I do have uh, a blues. I just started singing the blues. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean you just started singing Yeah, I did, actually, yeah. Um, a good friend of mine said that uh, I, I should try the blues, yeah.
3: But you never sang it before? No. Really? No, never, That's
1: but I always amazing. wanted to. I toyed with the idea, mm-hmm. and I, I had been invited to join a blues group about five months ago. Mm. And it's going really, w- it's going really good. Oh, dope. Mm. Go well. so
0: what, is th- what is the name? Is it?
1: It's called Beats. Okay. Beats Blues Band featuring Tahira Walker. So Beats hey. is uh, each B-E-A-T-S represents um, one member's initial, you know, of the group. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a show in Fusa and Nappy Roots. And uh, that's on December 4th on a Friday. So mm. if y'all can make it
3: masks it, sure. and
1: temperature checks <laughs> at the door <laughs> you, you know said we December we 4th yep December
0: 4th Tight, I'm making a it's note done. here yeah oh I'll okay. send
1: you the flyer
0: hey please yeah, yeah. I'll uh, make sure to put that in the show notes uh, to remind people
3: yeah for that. so
0: um, we're we're approaching about an hour on the r- on the recording, so I, I want to start uh, moving towards wrapping things up. I would like to take a moment to discuss um, Brooklyn Girl uh, presents and exactly mm. where people can find that, what type of things are on there, and you know okay. the whole nine.
1: Thank you. Um, Brooklyn Girl presents is an e-commerce site. It's b k l y n g p dot com, and um, you'll find Walkerware on that site you'll find combs for curls on that site and combs for curls is um all natural wooden combs that our good friend Tynice creates in the states and she sends them to me and basically these are health and wellness products they're beautiful combs some of them are for massaging the scalp to create blood flow to the scalp and um hair health hair growth Other ones are just to um, take really good care of different curly textures. And we these combs were made for black hair. But through testing, you know, we've realized that they're good for everybody's hair, even wigs, they help make wigs last longer. And they're they're dope. Yeah, I
0: I saw a couple of them. Ramsey's brought a few uh, through when he recorded uh, with with Miles, mm. so I think Miles got one. Yeah, they look really dope.
1: They are. They're okay. amazing.
0: I, I like the name Brooklyn Girl Presents, but it's also like Presents, like but also Presents kind of. Thing. Yeah, oh, I see what oh, that's yeah. cute. I didn't even I see the metal, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> And I also
1: advertise um, myself as a product, so I am pushing my voice training program, and it's a singing and breathing therapy. I don't profess to be like uh, the world's greatest voice trainer, but I can just teach people what I learned, what Mm. helped me be a professional, and um, also incorporate things for relaxation and health through breathing exercises. Mm. And I try to trick people into becoming a good singer through air, through breathing. Mm. And I try to pick um, just fun scales and fun exercises that, you know, just... People don't realize that they're doing the real work, but mm. it seems therapeutic mm. and it seems fun.
2: I remember you did a, uh, I think you, April, and a few other folks out of New York had had a Zoom cast, and you were doing the breathing. That's right. Your, yeah, okay. Was that your first time doing that, or are you? So how is Yeah, that, that was something? my
1: first time. It was called right. Sunday sh- sessions. Oh, okay. And we had like different. Um, different creatives on the program and doing different things and introducing their products. But yeah,
2: that was my first time. Is that like a package deal with the voice training or?
1: No, it, it's, it was just like a free program that people could just check mm-hmm. out and learn about each but on other the, on the
2: site. We can get that if we want it.
1: Yeah, there, I okay. have a calendar on wow. the site and <laughs> it it lists my shows and everything that I'm doing
0: so like a person like myself who can't really carry a note or ever really sing very well i could i could go to you and you would make it so i could sing like slightly better yeah so hey you, you i need to get on <laughs> that because be my kid. shit is kind of trash but you, know? you can, if, but she can she can help you get karaoke nice no. Yeah, that's that, what I, I mean that's what you want <laughs> do, do i i don't think i need to get any nicer than that like if don't i want to think he
3: has a good voice though your speaking good, voice a is voice. really nice thank
0: you I, I appreciate you guys noticing that i try to tell everybody like my voice is great no but uh, uh, no seriously though like I've, I've always thought like can you turn anybody into a singer you know, d- their vocal, re- I mean, I guess if they can't speak, then you can't turn them into a singer. Movie, I think but you but can. But, but, you know, well, you find the, out their the vocal qualities and then, you know, yeah. you have to sing like a, a soprano style or.
3: Well, like the put not putting an effort is kind of, I think, what that makes that it sound, that 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 sound that 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 the best and feel the best. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. as if you're talking.
1: Find their okay. range, the comfortable yeah. range mm. where okay. they're not pushing it too mm-hmm. low or too high. Okay. And the sweet, the sweetest. Mm parts of their voice and and, um, emphasize those to where their confidence grows and then just push it slightly.
0: I might have to look into that. You never know. I might transition (laughs) out of this teaching gig and just start (laughs) singing over here. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be with exile on you. (laughs) 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 you would
1: be like, hello, this (laughs) is (laughs) (laughs) Megan. How you doing? (laughs) <laughs> hey actually i'm just
0: gonna cut that out and that's gonna be the new intro <laughs> i'm never gonna speak i'm just gonna keep on repeating that <laughs> yo that'd be yeah. hilarious
2: though right? we'll drop <laughs> yeah
0: incredible man um well well you know i've had i uh, i hope to have you back on again hopefully some of the I people that you work with that are super talented we can bring you back in and talk sure. to them because that's what the mega late show does it's kind of just uh, focuses on a really dope stuff that's out here, and that's why I've always have really dope guests. So, um, thank you for yeah, having me. Um, I do. Uh, I was curious uh, for a Tokyo focus. I wanted to see if you had a place that or a pl- a person, place, or thing that you'd like to share about out here um, that that we just want to shine a light on. You know, like a sandwich shop or oh, sure. Well, like
1: I have an event something? I'd like to share. Please. And let's Um, let's
0: do that now if you have any events coming up uh let's all talk about our events or events that we know about let's start with you
1: okay um on the 29th on november 29th uh i'll be in an event called the sunday cookout and it's at the legacy foundation the legacy Legacy lounge Lounge. Lounge. i'm sorry legacy lounge in the same building as soul food house right upstairs yeah Mm -hmm. on the ninth floor and it's a really really cool
2: it's a pop-up yeah Yeah. okay yeah it's a
1: daytime party right and you know it's really family friendly it's usually all afternoon we usually start around 12 or 1 and end like six or seven and um, you can bring the kids and it's there's like three or four djs that Mm. take turns and you can order soul food from soul food house they'll bring Mm -hmm. it upstairs an amazing bar um, it's an open-air event. They have a beautiful balcony, and they keep the doors open the and whole time. And you can time. get you
2: a good yeah. spades game, man.
1: Yes.
0: You know what it reminds me of? I went to an Aphrodite event there for Aphrodite a couple weeks back. And you know what reminds me of? A house party yeah it make yeah. me feel like it feel like a black house party it does shout out shout out to david and is it latoya or Latanya? Latanya. latonya shout out to david and Latanya whitaker uh, hey y'all. yeah they're they're just amazing david like what he uh, what he's uh what th- what the they, they've done out here with with soul food house and now the uh the legacy lounge legacy foundation is just uh tremendously important and i and i really like to uh to rock with them so i'm gonna try to try to make it out to that on on the Mm -hmm. 29th. It's so much fun. Mm -hmm.
1: And I just think like during this time with the pandemic, it's been such an uplifting experience and a breath of fresh air and like so many nice people. And I'm meeting people that um, I normally don't meet because, you know, we're always gigging and like, Oh, I got to have my stuff ready for the first rehearsal and it's grind, 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 but it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel that way when you go to the Sunday cookout and Mm -hmm. uh, I get to, you know, it's a social situation, but um, you know, I get to actually just have a good time and meet people right. I would never usually meet. So mm. I love it.
0: Word.
3: So please come, y'all.
0: Do y'all have any uh, upcoming events?
3: Nope. Sorry.
0: So <laughs> last time though no you words. asked me and yeah. then
3: I, I was like no. And then I actually did have like a jam session I which did. I should have mentioned. Yeah, yeah. My bad. But yeah. no, I looked at my schedule, I have nothing.
2: So, so did so I so did I I heard on one of the Other episodes, don't, isn't the the beat the best, isn't that coming up like this week or did I miss it? Mm -mm. I think uh, the uh, Yo Jamal is Dead episode, I think they plugged
0: something coming up. Oh, that's like end of this. That's month, actually I that's the uh, the joint that's coming up. Like it, at in the one that played days. the double A in Tachikawa. Yeah, Tachikawa. Oh, oh that's yeah, yeah, that's
2: not beat the best, but that's, no, that's some people from yeah, the crew. the bridge, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I know they mentioned it. I know a a that's coming. B- a up bunch soon. of
0: cats, Madilla vibes and yeah. Yeah, stuff yes, like that yes. are going to be out there. too. Yeah, I know that's coming
2: up. Uh, Cause yeah. I, I,
0: I plan on being out there, but isn't it some tomorrow
3: i think it's monday
0: monday um yeah, okay i remember noticing because i looked it up too and it was not going to it was already going to have happened by the time this episode comes out okay. so yeah um, okay but yeah okay. pay attention to so. that you know i often reshare um events and shows on the megalate show um instagram when uh-huh. i hop into there because i'm still pretty trash with social media but mm. you know the vibes me
1: too right
0: mm. uh, i do want to <laughs> let you guys know about some other upcoming shows just two really quick um tight which is a DJ Yas and DJ quiet storms uh, show is going to be happening at club Asia on the Saturday, the fifth that's going to be featuring the legendary DJ crush. And that should be really dope. You know um, all three of those cats, DJ quiet storm is also um, you know, super important to uh, American uh, independent hip-hop. He is uh, one of the producers and DJs of the Living Legends, which is Murs, Grouch, Mm -hmm. Eli, Mm -hmm. and that whole tremendous West Coast underground uprising. And uh, he's been out here for like 30 over 30 years, I think, okay. and, and just really dope. Check out our episode with him, man. It's it, especially if you're into underground hip hop, especially if you're into like the living legends and, and West Coast underground four track type mm-hmm. of hip hop mm-hmm. shit. He, he's really dope. So that's going on down on um, the 5th, and then also we have um, Tokyo Love Hotels is going to be having a show on the 28th which is going to feature a lot of people who have been on the podcast. A lot of... Um, I, I Am Jesse is going to be DJing that evening and some uh, MC performances. Uh, my guys, The Hilt, the Hilt. Yep. are going to be performing at Sound Museum Vision. Really? 12 o'clock that night. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, so that's so, um, power move right there. The Hilt. I like to think of myself as the papa woo of the hilt (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't rap with them but i am kind of a spiritual Uh, you know i mean advisor of some degree and i I love all those cats man they're they're one of the dopest collectives uh, and group of people who are making music out here soon and hopefully i'm trying to put together something with my man a valley um that might emerge in places that uh that you've heard of so Mm, yeah those are all you know um Man, Tokyo has just got so many really tremendously dope people who are Mm -hmm. making music that I really couldn't go back to recording two episodes a month. I've got to share all the dope people with you, (laughs) and that's why I'm doing this every week. Um, Let's do some social media drops, and then we'll take a break and then record part two of this podcast um of course mega late show on everything i want you guys to check me out at the new blog that Polly rhymes on honda have created called moto nice mm-hmm. um we'll be writing about a variety of things i've got some smoke for our guy barack obama and his respectability politics oh, uh go. coming up that's probably going to be released <laughs> yeah, yeah. soon but uh check that out um this is not information podcast it's the political podcast that i've been running with Polly rhymes maurice shelton bernadette and Kristen, I need to get their last names correct. It's really put, you know, some respect on a name. Um, but, yeah, that's that's uh, political conversations all day, uh, every other week. Where can we find my guest hosts at? Where can we find y'all at?
3: Maya Hatch on everything. M-A-Y-A-H-A-T-C-H.
2: Uh, Ramseys underscore Tokyo or Sugar Shack Tokyo on IG. You can find me there, so for Cotton Candy and myself, you can find everything there and all the moves.
1: You can find me at I am Tahira Walker, I am T-A-H-I-R-I-H-W-A-L-K-E-R on IG, or Brooklyn Girl Presents on IG, or B-K-L-Y-N-G-P dot com.
0: That's right. Megalate Show episode number 132. Here's some new music by Tajima Hall and Il Sugi. Make sure you pay attention to them. Lots of really dope events happening at Club Heavy Six Zero in Nakano, but their new joint is called Chameleon Club. It is a beat. Pay attention to this. We'll be back. Check us out soon.